Hospitals and health organizations today face so many challenges, and many of those affect the bottom line. One presiding factor in all of this is how patients feel about their level of service, and that's why it's critical to talk about the patient experience. Welcome to the November Patient Experience Podcast. I am very thankful for the opportunity to have this guest here in the studio with me today. We've known each other for a while. Uh, consider him a good friend and colleague and uh, spend some, a lot of time at conferences together. I have with me Jeff Weger, the uh, Vice President for Financial Policy and Chief Financial Officer of the North Carolina Hospital Association. North Carolina Healthcare Association. Ah, that's right. And your sign says yep. that. Yep. Yes. That's all. It's just, you know, I'm an old guy and I remember the <laughs> ho- the early days in healthcare. It was the hospital association it for 100 years. It was the hospital so, association. Uh, went through a marketing. Uh, yeah, kind of a flip, I rebranding. Guess. Right, rebranding. Yeah, yeah. So. and you see that a lot in hospitals right. today, a right. lot of rebranding. Uh, Jeff, thank you for being here. I'm uh, very priv- privileged to have you here. And um, I want to talk to you a little bit about something I'm passionate about, and that's patient experience. Um, the podcast is mainly focused on helping providers not only recognize the importance of patient experience, and I'll add to that exceptional patient experience, and but also to actually do something about it. And I, I still find hospitals who, who are uh, struggling with that. Do most healthcare providers, Jeff, see this as important? And what one thing do you think caused hospitals finally see it as important so in my experience yes the the hospitals uh the healthcare providers from across the state here in north carolina um truly value patient experience and making sure that their patients are are well taken care of and uh you know have you know as good of a experience in their hospital or in their care setting as they possibly can uh this is from my experience, you know, we've seen experience officers um, or patient experience officers uh, now in the C-suite of many right, hospital right, systems, right. Uh, yeah. you know, throughout the state. So, um, you know, some have had that position for quite some time, others not so long, but uh, all things considered, um, it, it's really, it really demonstrates the uh, direction that things are going um, and the focus on and, and focus on the patient going forward. And uh, another thing that comes to mind when it comes to uh, um, concierge or the, the the patient experiences, the concierge services that are becoming increasingly more popular, um, where you know your primary care doctor will will you know provide a, a set amount of services and uh, more or less on demand uh, service in case you get ill. So right. that's that's more uh, seeking that concierge-type care. Yeah, I guess you would agree with the statement today that people are actually 
shopping for healthcare providers. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's no doubt about that. And, yeah. uh, you know, healthcare, um, even though it's not a, a true market-based system, uh, there is a, a component to it that is competition-driven. And uh, from my perspective, um, you know, the, the patients often will have a choice as to uh, what provider they go see. And, and I think that a negative patient experience can dramatically alter, um, you know, who that patient goes to in the future for their care and who they trust in the future. Right. You know, I told you, and I won't mention the name here uh, because there's a negative uh, aspect of this. But you and I were talking at lunch today, and, um, you know, we uh, when we were sitting there in the parking lot, uh, or actually before we went in, we were talking about, you know, sometimes it's just the small things that you do make a difference. I'm talking about the small things. And I, I've had that experience before. And um, I not only had warm, fuzzy feelings, but positive feelings. But I went to a healthcare institute that I had developed those one that that good patient experience. And I took my dad back for an x-ray one time. Now, you can picture this. My dad was kind of loud. He didn't have a filter. Um, and that's, for an 89-year-old, that's that's okay. You know, you say what you think. But, um, so I was, you know, I had to drive him to the hospital and take him in. And I was feeling good because we were getting to go in there and we'd had such a good patient experience. This time they had made some logistical changes of how you enter the hospital and uh, um, to where he was having his mm -hmm. uh, di diagnostic test. So I walk into this big waiting room and there is a lady sitting there. So I wanted to know where to go. And I walked up to her desk and... See if you can visualize this. Visualize this. She was reading a People magazine. Mm -hmm. And uh, because she was reading a People magazine, she did not really know I was there. And apparently she finally looked up. And with no smile... Now, first, she took a big gulp of her Mountain Dew. And I understand, you know, Mountain Dew's caffeine to some people, mm -hmm. and they got to have right. their Mountain Dew. Took a big gulp and said, what do you need? Um, I almost want to say uh, another healthcare provider right now. Mm -hmm. And I said, right. can you tell me where he'll go for this procedure? And she just pointed, literally pointed, not any direction. And... Um, you know what? That good feeling I had was gone. Mm -hmm. And I had to think twice before I went back there. So just as easy as you can plant a good seed, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you can plant it's a It's a lot easier to, to plant a bad seed than it is yeah, to and continually plant yeah. good seeds. And so. it's hard to recover. Right. Um, right. 
What do you feel is the most important piece of patient experience, Jeff? So, you know, again, you kind of hit, hit the nail on the head. You had a lot of experience with this particular provider in the past, or your father did, I yeah. should say. But, right. you know, but you did as well member, as a family yeah. member, yeah. So, uh, it, which is something that we can't forget about. That right. We're not talking about just the patient. We're also talking about the family, which in many cases is sometimes more important even, yeah. um, you know, depending on the state of the patient. Um, you know, obviously, if you have a um, power of attorney that's present, then, um, you know, you, you have to pay attention to, you know, the family member in such a case. But, um, you know, first and foremost, you know, is back to your question, as far as you know, what's the most important? In my eyes, it's getting it right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're, you're there for a reason. You're not there because you want to be there. And and I think that uh, from my perspective, you know, getting the treat, treatment plan right, getting the diagnosis right, sitting down and having open and honest dialogue about what the treatment plan is and what we should expect, both, you know, myself as a patient as well as what my family can expect, is incredibly important. And, and I think that everything kind of starts starts from there. Um, you know, obviously, uh, in your case with the admissions process and, and figuring out where your father might be, you know, rather unfortunate, uh, that that person, uh, didn't take the opportunity to, you know, make you feel as, as important and valuable as you were as, as a right. family member of a patient. Right. But, right. um, you, you know, I, I think that a lot of these things, um, you know, like you said, can, you know, one bad interaction can really kind of taint, uh, the, the way that you overall, uh, believe, uh, your, your provider, uh, or hospital, um, your, your core beliefs about that provider yeah, or hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they were strong core beliefs and I still have them, but that was an experience that I want to erase from my mind, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, you know, I couldn't give even the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that person was having a bad day. Obviously, she was having a bad day. She had her People magazine and her uh, uh, her uh, Mountain Dew. I, I didn't see Well, she. you know, the, the other thing that you kind of have to think about, too, is that, you know, while you're if you're sitting at the the front desk of a of a hospital trying to direct patients or families to where they should be you know even you look at you know, other industries across the board you know the the folks at target or or the the concierge at the um at the uh, at the hotel yeah, you might be yeah. standing generally don't see them uh drinking mountain dew and, and no, reading no, magazines you but right, um right. you know from my perspective i i think that you know healthcare um, especially given the level of anxiety that their patients and families have, absolutely, uh, probably need to be even more sensitive yeah. than uh, you know some of these other industries. Yeah. So, I made a comment uh, at some workshop, and obviously people liked it because I still get comments on it. The patient is altered in some way, some shape. The patient is altered. And I say that because they're coming for a procedure. They're nervous about it. As, as I mentioned in the last uh, interview that I did, um, they're anxious about that and they're altered. And, um, 
you know, I just I'll just call it like it is. I'm not a good patient, you know. I went <laughs> and had my shingles shot the other day. That tells you how old I'm getting. But you know, uh, and I jumped. You know, right when he put the needle in it, it really wasn't that bad. But you know, I'm you know we're altered. And I have found out just as much as you said about family members, uh, the patient family or visitor is altered because they may be going in to see a very critically ill uh, patient. And uh, they're altered people. And we have to understand that and understand why they're altered. Jeff, what do you, um, you know, you work for the Hospital Association, and I would dare not ask you to say something like uh, what hospitals good at and what has hospitals not, not good at. It. I don't want you to do that. Right. But do you see, um, do you see providers lacking in exceptional patient experience? Yeah, I, I think that there's some providers who have embraced uh, the concept uh, more than others. Um, you know, when, when I kind of think about, uh, you know, we were just talking about patient families and, you know, we, many of the systems and hospitals across the state are engaged with the, you know, patient family engagement, um, you know, reviews and, and um, you know, engagement, you know, even when they're out not in the, in the uh, hospital as a patient. Um, but making sure that they hit the mark with the patient and family going forward. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's all sorts of, um, you know, those types of ongoing projects throughout the state with the goal of delivering, you know, the highest level of patient satisfaction. But on top of that, other facilities are having, um, you know, lean events or to make sure that some of the things that are most critical or most important to their patients or families are being addressed, such as, you know, wait times or, um, you know, whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's ongoing work when it comes to uh, improvement in that area. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was Happy, fun. I appreciate uh, yeah. you uh, having me on. Thanks for joining us today for the patient experience. Please help us out by sharing our show with a healthcare professional in your life or by leaving us a review on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.